The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Now large crowds were traveling with Jesus, and he turned and said to them, Whoever comes to me and does not hate father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, yes, and even life itself, cannot be my disciple. Whoever does not carry the cross and follow cannot be my disciple. For which of you, intending to build a tower, does not first sit down and estimate the cost to see whether he has enough to complete it? Otherwise, when he has laid a foundation and is not able to finish, all who see it will begin to ridicule him, saying, This fellow began to build and was not able to finish. Or what king, going out to wage war against another king, will not sit down first and consider whether he is able with 10,000 to oppose the one who comes against him with 20,000? And if he cannot, then while the other is still far away, he sends a delegation and asks for terms of peace. So therefore, none of you can become my disciple if you do not give up all your possessions. The Gospel of the Lord. We continue reading from St. Paul's letter to the Romans and come to chapter 13 where he summarizes the entire letter, indeed the entire New Testament, in one sentence. Brothers and sisters, owe no one anything except to love one another, for the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. The key term there is love, and it has a specific definition, and that is to give oneself fully to another, even sacrificially for the good of the other, which means love is difficult. It's messy. It can hurt us because we're vulnerable when we love in this way, but that's who God is. He's the one who sent his son to die on the cross out of love for us. That's why love should ground our entire lives and any ministry we're involved in. So your ministry of being a parent or a grandparent or perhaps a volunteer in the church, all of the clergy, the laity together, our ministry is grounded in this type of love that seeks the good of the other. It's probably best defined by St. Paul in his letter to the Corinthians, chapter 13, where he says, love is patient, love is kind, love does not envy, love does not boast, love is not proud, it's not self-seeking, it's not rude, it keeps no record of wrongs. This type of love is so demanding that we can only achieve it by surrendering to the grace of God. That's what Jesus is basically saying in today's gospel. Because he tells the crowds who are following him, he challenges them because he's going to the cross and he knows most of them will not follow that far. And so he puts it bluntly by saying, whoever comes to me and does not hate father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, yes, even life itself cannot be my disciple. We hear that word hate and it's jarring. Does God hate? Well, that word actually is a Jewish idiom that uses hyperbole to indicate one's preference. So it could be translated like this. Whoever comes to me and prefers father or mother, wife or children, brothers and sisters, yes, even life itself, cannot be my disciples. That is, prefer all of those over Christ. 
That's why he says in the very next sentence, whoever does not carry the cross and follow me cannot be my disciple. And then at the end, none of you can be my disciple if you do not give up all your possessions. We can only do this by surrendering into God's loving power. It's only God in us that can possibly do this. And unless we live with spiritual poverty, we will not calculate the cost of following Jesus. We will miscalculate. We won't have enough of our own goods to finish the race. That's why Jesus tells those two parables about the one who wants to build a tower but doesn't sit down and count the cost of all the materials, or the king who wants to go out to war but doesn't sit down and calculate the number of troops he has compared to his opposition. All of this again goes back to surrendering to Christ because it's his power in us that helps us to enter into this journey of being a disciple. Counting the cost, surrendering to love, and then allowing God to love in and through us. If we do that, then we will in fact be exercising our ministry of self-giving love. And the reward is set forth by today's psalmist. Happy the merciful who give to those in need. That's what we're called to do, to be generous in love. He goes on to say, they rise in the darkness as a light for the upright. They are gracious and merciful and righteous. They have distributed freely. They have given to the poor. Their righteousness endures forever. Their name is exalted in honor. It's a great challenge. We know the cost of loving that way, but God is love. And if he's living in us, then it is actually God who's doing the loving, and we are giving him permission to exercise that through our lives. So with that, let us thank God that he's willing to come into our lives today in the Eucharist, but every day through our calling upon his name. And let's love generously.